episode number four with uh, me, who is a famous Holy Trinity Kickfield alumni, um, your uncle's friend, because I broke up with your dad, uh, Jamie Pabang himself. And who else? Harry. <laughs> Harry Wells is here. Hello. And our, um, I'm going to say famous guest, because there's already a thousand followers on Instagram. And between me and... More. More. 1,500. Thank you very much. There you go. And who has 1,500? Please introduce yourself. Kate Robinson. Kate Robinson of... Pixie Rings. Excellent. Woo! That's a bit weird. (laughs) (laughs) We were considering going a bit abstract with how we do it this week, but then we shit ourselves and decided not to. So we are (laughs) going to start with song number three, which is Kate. Uh, What is it, Kate? It's um, When I Believed in You by The Poppin' Jays. Now, I had never heard of the Poppin' Jays. I had also never heard of the Poppin' Jays. How do you know the Poppin' Jays, Kate? Well, funny story. The main singer in the Poppin' Jays is my auntie, Auntie Wendy. Shout out, Auntie Wendy. Shut the front door. (laughs) (laughs) No way. I actually didn't know that until Jamie told me before the podcast. Which and then, yeah. Ruined the surprise, but it's still very exciting and very cool. But yeah, they're like an indie band from like the 90s, I feel like. But um, yeah, they're not together anymore, but they were iconic. Oh, what so. happened? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. right, I was ready for a sad breakup story. <laughs> I feel like, you know, they just... Who did she do it with? Was it just... So it was like, her, I think it was three or four of them. I should probably know more, lol. But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so my auntie was like the main singer and then I think there was another singer and like a guitarist or something. I don't really know. But And a drum machine. I don't know yeah, very what happened. 80s. But I mean, I guess they just like end up having kids and... Yeah. Moving on with their, <laughs> moving on with their lives, yeah. How, um, I hate kids so much. <laughs> ruining everything. How um how long were they together for, yeah? Um, I should have done my research. That's right, I didn't mean to question you about I don't know, it. to be honest. I, but um, fun fact, they played Reading. No. The headline Reading, sorry. Headline? Shut was, up, no way! I think it was before Reading was Reading, so I think it's no. probably not as impressive as you think it is, but still. Well, I mean, it's like a field festival. Back I, don't, there, I don't know, but... None I of mean, us have ever headlined a festival. No, yeah, yeah. certainly not Reading. Certainly not Reading. Yeah. Very yeah, true. Exactly. They asked, but we said no. So, yeah. shout out to Pop and Jays. Wow, that's crazy, levels. actually. I can't believe... What, what year would that be, do you know? Reckon you listen to them if you weren't related to someone in the You band. know what? So I listened to them like a few times when I was younger because I was like, oh my auntie's in like a That's I think so cool. I, like, a, it, I think they're like indie pop, I don't know. Um yeah, so are. I was like, oh my god, like <laughs> like I better listen to it. And then um listen to it, I was like, this is so weird. Like when I was like 14, <laughs> and I was like, this is really weird. And then I listened, I just out of interest the other day, it was like like a few months ago, I was just like, um, well actually probably more than a few months ago <laughs> but like, you know, a year ago or something, I was like, Oh, I'll I'll give it a listen. And the, just this one song I just really liked, like, I don't know, I just really liked it. Um, and I think if I'd come across it, if I wasn't related, yeah, I would have listened to it. But it's kind of the only song of theirs I listen to, I just really like it. Fair enough. How many songs they got up on Spotify, do you know? It's like um, I don't think it's loads. There's, I was having a look earlier, there's three singles and three albums. Like, yeah. Three albums? Yeah, yeah three that's albums quite, are up. That's quite a lot. They all came out in sort of the 90s. I, mean, I was reading the, you know, you get the bios at the bottom yeah. of Spotify. Yeah. I was having a little... A little browser, a little research, because some of us do that. Um, <laughs> cool out. And I think the last album came out in '94, sort of a bit more country western sort of stuff. Which, according to the to the bio, drama alert: 
alienated some of the core fan base. And oh, they, no they, way. They Maybe that's why they broke up. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> that's why when you go to country, ask Blake Shelton. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Listen to our last episode of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have Blake Shelton on it, so sorry to disappoint. Uh, it basically does. It does. In spirit. True. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like about it the song? um i don't know you know what i think i think um ben said the same thing but i like i just like music when it just makes me feel like good and it like is. when it just has a good vibe so it's like, a cheery song isn't it? yeah it just, and nice. it just makes me feel like relaxed and it's nice and i don't know i mean maybe i just find it like comforting because my auntie's voice i don't True, know that's really sweet, i don't, I don't yeah. know because i mean she talks differently than she sings but <laughs> i don't know i just i just like it i just really like the vibe i just feel like it's chill and... does she have a northern accent she does, yeah. Because it's it must be quite jarring to go from like proper northern to like this Wind- dreamy singer, yeah, like yeah. from some beautiful horror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you can imagine her voice was like on a cloud, and then, <laughs> and then when she speaks, it's like she's in a mill or something yeah. like that. <laughs> but they cows. teach you not to sing in accents, though, don't you? Yeah. I mean, imagine singing a northern accent. <laughs> I really like that. Do you think? Don't do Pete and Baz do that. Pete and Baz, they're from London. I feel like some singers. I feel like some people sing in like a London accent. Yeah. Even like Lily Allen's a very London. Girl, True. No, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah so I think some, point. but I think a Northern accent. I don't think. I, yeah, I can't think of any Northern singers. They do have a Northern. They do have a bit. It's just the Scouse accent now is awful. <laughs> it used to be just less. But imagine abrasive. like a woman trying to sing like a nice thing, and it's just like. In, yeah. No, yeah. I get that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, but I reckon because you said they went to the country stuff. I reckon in their country songs, maybe they do. Yeah, a bit of a twang. Uh, what song is a country? I don't know. I don't know, apparently, yeah, for later on. Maybe someone has to do it, though, in the future. Maybe that could be mm. the next big thing. Yeah. Northern d- dream, dream pop. <laughs> yeah. Bedroom indie pop. <laughs> make it northern. <laughs> um, to follow with the trend of the previous song, we're going from number three to number two. <laughs> Who would have guessed? Okay, <laughs> what is number two? It's Doomsday by MF Doom and Pebbles the Invisible Girl. Yes. Featuring, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I've got a little fact about MF Doom that I don't know that you know. Go on, then. Did you know, last Halloween, and I don't want this to get outside the listenership or this room, last Halloween, he fucking died. Yeah. He's dead now. I didn't know that. He's dead now. Yeah. Oh, I'm crying. I'm so upset. Imagine some like really hardcore, like diehard MF Doom fan. This is like, disrespect. No, 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 imagine if he listens to this and finds out. He won't listen to it because he's dead. No, he's not. He's not finding out he's died. What if a fan listened to it and found out he died? Oh, no, we're going to have a super villain on our own. We're getting cancelled already. Early on in our careers. I can believe they only announced he died at Christmas though. No, I respect that. Yes. Yeah. I understand. I can get, I can wrap my head around why they did it. Yeah. I just gestured a very large <laughs> head. That isn't that big. It's bigger than average, but it's not that big. It's probably like a meter diameter. Sign diameter. language. I can wrap my head around it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with sign language, twenty twenty one. Um but no, I can res- I can understand why yeah. they yeah. they announced it afterwards, because then it was sort of like a when do you remember when like like in, if you're talking recent rappers like Lil Peep or like Nipsey Hussle or Juice. X or Juice World or anything like that. And I'm not calling him X, he's not, he's not my mate. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> or anything like that. It's this whole fucking carnival 
when yeah. they die. So it was a big deal. Whereas when he died, it was sort of hopped on Twitter. Huh. It was still massive, though. though. Like, it was still massive. Yeah. I guess that they didn't. I guess it gave the families a bit more time to mourn the instant, yeah, like yeah, uh, like think... outpouring. But I know, like, I'm pretty sure I saw loads of stuff happening in New York and stuff about it. And there was lots of like, I mean, like parade type things happening when he died, mm. which pretty pretty good way to I don't know, yeah, pretty good way to be celebrated. I think if I was like a public person, like someone in my family was, if they died, I think I'd want to like give yeah. just the family and people know some time to grieve, and then like the the rest of the world do it. Do the you know what weirdest I mean? because... part about people dying is that all the fans always go straight to the families. They're always mm. just like hounding them instantly And, and why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? And it's like, yeah. my son just died. Die. Like, like, let, yeah, me, let me live. So yeah, I yeah. think the, the three month grace period, I like to call it, two month grace period, I can't count, um, was quite a, quite a good idea. For yeah, no, I, I, I agree. When you're speaking about the parents and stuff like that though, the main one that always sticks out for me is when uh, little Pete died. Yeah. The amount of people, for one, little side note, the amount of people that call him Gus. We're <laughs> against people calling Pete yeah. Gus. Oh, there's nothing. Miss you, Gus. Yeah, shut up. You just top three songs. <laughs> people that call him Gus and people call his mum. Like Mama Pete. Or Mama Pete. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst one. Yeah, That's the worst weird, one. Yeah. But they like, like you said, Kate, they're just jumping on him straight away and they're mm. all just acting like they, they're involved or, yeah. or they're meant to be there. And just, just saying like, they do everything wrong. And yeah. Yeah, and it's do. just like, yes. how couldn't have you known? Or why? No. Why did you help? Like, that's all. not, yeah. Like, yeah. The worst thing, um, me and Wellesley, we went up to go see Everybody's Everything, the peak documentary when it came out. Yeah. We oh, yeah. went up to Croydon to watch it at some cinema. And in the in the film, they showed this photos of his at Pete's funeral and his his dead body's there and his mum's like, Sobbing oh, over the, for body. the dead body, and it and it's just like why? Like, I know I that's fuel for the fire for all yeah. these f- pricks out there. Yeah, they're going to make themselves right. part of the situation. Yeah, completely unnecessarily. Yeah. Also, imagine being like a parent, and like literally, it comes out like the day of the day after, and then you go on Twitter, and all these like you know like sixteen year old boys that's are like, like, are like oh my god, like my life will never be the same. And you're like my son just died. <laughs> died. Fuck off. You know <laughs> I'm mean? just hopping on my grief. Yeah, but people like, are like this music. is so hot. Do you know what I mean? I can just imagine it would be like frustrating. I mean, I mean, we were all sad to a point when he died. Yeah, of course. That's your, yeah, but that's it's like, you know, you get all these like Zanders with like second half pink and half black hair yeah. <laughs> crying in the streets and setting off a balloon because yeah. you know, <laughs> they loved him. A black and pink balloon. With peep hearts, rest in peace yeah. forever and all this shit written on it. Like, oh, give me a break, man. Yeah. But no, I, do, I think when it comes to the the, the two month grace period, as we're going to call it. Yeah, I think I think we're going to trademark that. Um, <laughs> I think that's probably not a bad idea. Yeah. Although yeah. I never I never listened to MF Doom. I've never. I'm not going to pretend I'm some massive yeah, fan. Yeah. And when he died, the amount of people that either suddenly became massive fans, yeah, like it, it happens with anyone. Always it happens. It, it does always happen. Gross. Yeah. Or the amount of people that are already fans of his and instantly were like, "Don't you even think." About jumping on the back, like, <laughs> don't you dare listen to his music now? <laughs> not when he's dead. <laughs> I was no chance. I was suddenly going to go. Yeah, no, I think I'll stop listening to him now. Yeah. Do you so, listen to much of his other music? To be honest, I kind of just like I listen to a lot from that album. Like yeah. I can't think of what album. It's the same with a lot of artists. I just listen to a few of loads of different artists' songs. Yeah. I'm not. There's not many artists where I listen to like. All their songs in all their different albums. I, you know I feel I mean? bad about not listening to albums. 
But yeah, I'll listen, to, I'll listen to an album. I feel like a fake what? fan. I'm yeah. like, I'm a fake fan. <laughs> do I really like MF Doom if I only like that album? But it's, I haven't really explored the other albums. I just know I like that album. Fake so... fan is a horrible concept. Yeah, it's know, so over the, over the dark. Yeah, just like... listen to that shit. Don't deep it. The weird, yeah. the weird thing is, though, you can listen to an album and, like, let's say half the song. If you listen to it and think, shit, that's a really good song, and then stick it on a playlist or like it or whatever. Yeah. But not the other halves. So you can go on a playlist or on your like songs or whatever, just whack shuffle on and listen to music for three hours. Yeah. But a forty-five minute album's a bit too a bit too long. <laughs> yeah. You can't stomach people that. People are so weird yeah. about albums. But albums, them that's that's why people make albums to to listen to them in full. You know, they, they mm. don't listen to it just to listen to one song. Like albums, yeah, that's why vinyls exist, why CDs exist. Genuinely, I think there's like only one artist who I've listened to every album, enjoyed every album. Who? Tyler. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> so predictable. Tyler Crane. I only listen to Tyler briefly. Um, I listen to, obviously you hear him all the time anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I only sat down and properly listened to him when we were studying for when we were studying for our A levels. Okay. Um, and so I, I remember once I went with you, you remember Patch? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Patch is uh, Shoreham King. Uh, Shoreham King. <laughs> King. Yeah. Very King. skinny. <laughs> Very skinny. Skinny guy. Skinny, skinny <laughs> Follow the Instagram or post a photo of his chest. He's got one of those ones <laughs> where you can see the ribs. <laughs> But I like it. Good for him. No, honestly, we love Patch. He's yeah. Been out, he's what was the point? Um. Anyway, so <laughs> I went with Patch and all that to um Sussex Uni's library to revise, and I was told you just get a one day pass, rock up, go and have a sit down. Lo and behold, the first day I turn up, they've scrapped that scheme. I'm not allowed in. So they all think, oh, we'll just go in anyway. See you later, Jamie. <laughs> Whack me in the in the fucking cafe for eight hours just to sit there. And I thought, well, I might as well. I'm going to sit. So I need to revise anyway. I might as well do something not terrible as well so i sat down and listened to like just sesh all his albums mm. just all of them i just i was there for ages and just, yeah. just stuck them all on repeat Fair enough. and <laughs> i never listened to him again <laughs> <laughs> while we're still on tyler to go back to doom his influence was fucking massive on like all these people like, you know oh, what oh. when he died it was like your favorite rapper's favorite rapper Fact. was like the that biggest is. thing so people yeah, that's yeah. all i could that's all that. i could think yeah. about because i didn't have to do much but all i could think was like like oh what well, is my favorite rapper and like, i can't i'll sweatshirt yeah, yeah. No, me too he was on like my top 10 i think yeah he's easy, easily um easily one of the one of the best rappers and like but i think mf doom is like one of his biggest inspirations mm. and that, yeah it's, it's and really... also tyler because yeah tyler like was a big part of earl's like Coming oh, up, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. The upbringing put him, in, put him into our future and everything. Yeah. Which, what, what's the story about that? I don't know. What? What do you mean? I've, I've no idea what you're talking about. Oh, so yeah, basically, I don't know like loads about, but Odd Future obviously was like the collective. And yeah. I feel like Tyler was like the Off creative director yeah. or whatever. Was that he was like the main guy, and yeah. I feel like he kind of picked up people who were quite small and and just kind of helped them come up. I guess. I mean, in, in a lot of Earl's lyrics, is like. You know, I can't think of any like actual lyrics, but there's loads where he's just Had saying it. like Tyler. Yeah. You where, know, he put, where he's like Tyler put me on. This sort yeah, of thing. exactly. Like yeah, yeah I looked right. up to Tyler and just having like my rap, like stuff like that. You know, and he definitely yeah, it's like yeah. Also, when it's like I needed a brother, um, and Tyler was that. that yeah, yeah, and then he and plus he like music like I rap, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is beautiful though. Yeah, and that, that the whole of our future is really great. They have such like a camaraderie. They're all like just basically. They all like will help each other. Out yeah, they were like, quite close knit friends. That's basically yeah. how they. That's how all the best groups happen. I always forget Frank Ocean was in it. Yeah, yeah. He's, that I always. It's so that. interesting, isn't it? Yeah, about to say because he's so far from them now. Such a beautiful, beautiful man. Greatest. He is fucking greatest. Yeah. <laughs> but I love Tyler and I and like of future I just I think the one thing I've loved about Tyler since I think I've loved him since I was in like year seven. I'm probably not <laughs> Um 
But yeah, I think what I always love, he literally will just do whatever he wants. Like he, if he has an idea, like a creative idea, he'll do it. He's like made furniture. He's yeah. made clothes. He's made like, you know, just everything. Adult Swim, didn't you have a show on Adult Swim? Was it not Adult Swim? Was it something else? Yeah, they yeah, had, yeah he, it was with Odd Future. They had, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, what was it called? Adult Swim show. It I was... just, oh my God, this is going to annoy me so much. We'll cut this out and. No, that's <laughs> all right. It's all right. Don't worry. Loiter squad. I'm yes. <laughs> but yeah, like I feel like every like creative idea he's had, he's just run with, and I always like really like that about him. And same with the, the complete switch of his albums, like um, mm. for, into Cherry Bomb, for example. That album was hated. Yeah. That is one of my favourite Tyler Se- albums. Same. It's unbelievable. Everyone hates Completely that album. I, I hate, really I hate it when like it came it. out because it's such, it was such a different. With Wolf, the one previous to that. Something like that. Um, if it, it, Wolf was like, oh, like greatest albums um, mm. especially at the time it was such a masterpiece and then, then um and then flower was like a different completely different got a completely like different follows, fan base from that i just like that he follows what he's what he's feeling yeah he's not gonna change right i, just, I don't know it sounds really like deep but i just really like that he just does what he wants i find that quite inspiring he's straight edge as well isn't he yeah i think he is yeah he is i think that's really interesting as well interesting fucking boring but good <laughs> <laughs> you know i just think anyone that can stick to it i think Fair. I think it's cool, but his creative output is insane while also being sober, like fucking hell. The I only thing to be insane. fair, the only the only straight edge people that really fuck me off are people that are like, oh by the way, I'm straight edge. If you didn't know, what you doing? Having a beer, you prick. Put this away. I wouldn't. You people wouldn't always say it. that shit, but like they say no, that about no, vegans. Yeah, I don't no, think no, that's no. true. No, but there, there's a small there's a small like with vegans. I'm a vegan, so I'm I'm allowed yeah. to say it. Jamie is a vegan, by the way. There is a small time vegan. <laughs> when I want to be, yeah. But with those sort of communities, there's always a small subset of Ellen's. Yeah. But I, think I don't think you'd know. You wouldn't know Tyler was straight edge if you didn't. No. Go looking. For His it, whole persona know. is very mental. <laughs> like the way he presents it, though, it's very. Yeah, high I, like, I mean, it's funny how we've got into a chat about Tyler, and he's not even on my top. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, I feel like in every play- playlist I make, and every like, every. Over the years, I feel like I always have Tyler songs, and they won't yeah. just be the most recent ones. I have still have Cherry Bomb songs in my most recent play. I don't know. I just feel like there's not a single album of his I don't like. I mean, some of the lyrics in the earlier ones are a bit like, you know, I don't really want to listen to that on the day today. Yeah. But, <laughs> and, do you know what I mean? But I'm like, there's, I don't think there's any of his music I don't like, to be honest. Yeah. I think just to link back to Doom, though, like you were yeah. saying about Tyler, the creator, <laughs> doing. <laughs> Um, doing whatever he wants. Mm. Yeah. The thing that always really interests me about Doom, because you hear about him now, because yeah. he's dead. Yeah. Case <laughs> this, this whole like um, p- persona. Yes. Yeah? I so think it's so really, interesting. Whatever, yeah. like, comic book villain, yeah. whatever. I don't think I've ever seen his actual face. No, I don't. No. Yeah, I, I, I don't know anyone. Has. I don't, there's no, there's no yeah. like big circulated photos of it. Yeah, no. um, I think no. that's mental. How yeah. have you done that? To go that's that so long? Cool. How old? How old was he? Fifty four, and he's been rapping for years. He's, he's been in the limelight. It was fifty four. He was definitely like an old man. Fuck it. <laughs> no, that's not old. But he was like a middle aged man. He wasn't like a. You know, a young yeah. lad. Yeah, he wasn't. My point, do you know what I mean? <laughs> a wee boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was. Rapping. He wasn't having this money. Like... In his interviews, he talks really like passionately about the idea of the persona and like the, the mask he puts on. I think it's such an interesting way to rap. On a completely unrelated, well, it is related, but like Alex G, he says he writes from characters and he he writes like basically folk music, folk pop type stuff. I just think it's really interesting to do that in like, mm. rap and everything. Wasn't Earth Doom born in the UK? Or am I thinking someone completely? I think you are. Are you not thinking about 21 Savage? No, 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 no I'm not. 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 I'm not
a joke. Why did he change it? Just because I heard it was down to something. So eventually, he just becomes savage. Can't wait for Bond Savage. Actually, that'd be sick. Imagine like, every yeah. year he's like 19, 18, 17. And then he dies, he's savage. Yeah, and then he's like. <laughs> well, I, mean, I just, it looked like a very realistic Twitter moment. Sue me. That's, quite, that's so funny. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe I we're think, just bullying you. I think wrong. MF Doom was born in the UK. Okay. Well, I'm pretty I sure. Think, I, I think mean, you're I, right. Yeah, I feel like maybe I've heard that. Where is he like mainly based? In New York? Well, they moved to America and he's young. Yeah, but well, like, it was in New York. You knew it, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. I, think yeah, I get New York vibes. <laughs> yeah, he was New York vibes. That's what you're going to say. Yeah. Done taking the piss out of me for small little question. I needed to call. Okay, so. My pond are sweaty, my knees weak, arms are heavy. heavy. <laughs> because I'm so excited and nervous for this last song. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name of the final song? It's Kate. called Ain't So by Jay Gray. I like how the name of the artist rhymes. Jay oh. Gray. Jay Gray. I like that a lot. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so in the previous songs we've talked about, we haven't talked massively about, about what, the song about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but about necessarily why you listen to the music i know we spoke about your aunt's band and all the dreamy cloudy ethereal vibes right. but so about this song do you listen to a lot of this artist this sort of music or what how come you, this is your like topest Top. song i think i listen to a few songs by this artist i just like music that just makes me like feel good it makes me feel calm and I just feel like if I'm ever like I don't know if I was like stressed like listening to this song I just feel better like it's just one of those songs that just makes me feel it's like a nice vibe it's kind of dreamy I, I, guess, I, say, I guess dreamy is my it is dreamy thing, isn't apparently. it I was gonna say that yeah it's dreamy it's just... in a way that's completely different to the um the other song the yeah, other one yeah. that you're uh, answering exactly so I feel like I don't know I just really like it makes me feel nice well, I feel like I could be running like barefoot through a field through a in like a long white flowery dress yeah, on, you know, like eating a strawberry. Yeah, like Theresa May when she ran. No, yeah, not like that. <laughs> that. That is how I feel. The shoes that song, like Theresa May. Like <laughs> I, I almost regretted saying it as I was saying it. Like, what? Oh, surely not. Surely <laughs> not like, that low blow of a joke. <laughs> How wrong I was. <laughs> it was quite. It was quite. Um, I like all that sort of. Um, I don't know UK rap. Not. I mean, I. It's not so much like grime or drill or anything like that. But just okay, sort of. Is it? Is it just easy listening. Just calm, yeah. relaxed. Just also just like pretty. Yeah, I yeah, feel like yeah, it yeah. sounds pretty, but it's not really like it's not like Taylor Swift. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, no. Like it's... I think it's not super like basically like Taylor Swift, but it's still like pretty and it's just nice. It just makes you feel good. Like honestly, I'm all about just music that just makes like I just like music but based on how it makes me feel. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I don't want to sure. listen to Yeah, and I just really like I don't know, I just like it. It just sounds nice. How'd you get into her? Um, I honestly don't know. I feel like I probably just every now and again, the thing with music is I kind of listen to the same stuff until I get a bit bored of it. And then I make a new album, a new playlist and I'll like add in my favorite songs from the last one. And then I'll just go on like the recommended and I'll just see what there is. And if I really like an artist, then I'll Throw just, you know, and then I'll go check out some of the songs. But like I said, I think that's why a lot of the artists I listen to, I listen to two or three songs by them and not a lot more because that's just like my process of finding new music. So like an ever evolving playlist or 
keeps changing <laughs> over time. That's cool. How yeah. often do you remake the playlist? Um, it depends on like what I'm doing. If oh, like, do you know what I mean? If I'm like really. I'm, I used to, I went through a big podcast phase, so I just like if I was out oh, and out. What's, I was, <laughs> if I was, what's um, your favorite podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but if I was out and about, I'd just listen to podcasts the whole time, so I probably didn't really make a lot of playlists then. But um, avoided <laughs> the question that came to I'm obviously you guys. Thank oh, you. Wow. Wow. Have no, one, no one's holding a gun to my head. <laughs> you are too kind. Um, Carry on talking. But yeah, it, it depends. It depends on like what I'm doing. My I feel like every like month or two. I don't know. It like I said, it just depends. That's pretty good. No, I think that's a good like category. I feel like I get bored of music every couple of months. And if I really if change. I'm spending a lot of time at home, I just I prefer to watch things and listen to things most of the time. Um, unless I'm like if I'm like doing work from home, something like. But I'm very much a, I like kind of background noise. So I like listening to stuff or like watching a video over over listening to music sometimes. So it depends. If I'm out and about more, maybe I listen to music more. Catch my drift. Like it just course, depends yeah. on the time. That makes sense. Are there any similar artists to Jay Gray that you like? And that sort of type of music. I don't know. I feel like I listen to Josie Mann quite a bit. She's like um, quite small. She's yeah, basically. Small sized or small like fan she's base. Both. Oh right. <laughs> she's like really cute and small, but she's also really <laughs> small. Um, yeah, no, she's quite like a small, one of those up and coming artists. I don't know. But hers is more like um, it's less. I don't know, it's more like girly and doesn't have any sort of well, like... girly the singer? Or girly... <laughs> she, girly as in feminine, I don't know. Oh. But do you know what I mean? It's it's not like um as... I don't know, it doesn't have as much of a like... Would you say it's like rap influence, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's I can more see like, uh, Do you know what I mean? Like fairy... They like, like, can't hear that thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, the movement you just have. <laughs> <laughs> like girly dance. Oh, ragdoll little... Shush <laughs> there. It was very girly though, you did get a spot on like, <laughs> I've that. never looked so female <laughs> But um but yeah, there's a few, but I feel like probably if I could think of it, but on the spot, I mean I can't really think of anyone else who's like that similar. But yeah, no. That's good. I sort of imagine if I was to go to a J Grey concert, I should view the whole thing through like a kaleidoscope. Mm. That's sort of I don't if if anyone who's listening goes and goes forth and listens yeah, to this music, definitely. I definitely recommend it because it's summer now. It's very summery sort of music. But that's what I was thinking the whole time. And it reminds me of certain yeah. colours. Yeah, I get that. That song reminds me of, like you say, the colours in a kaleidoscope. Those yeah. like pinkies and like the like the minty greens. Yeah. And like I don't know, they sound really cringy, but you know you're... Okay, you're laughing, mate. <laughs> you know when, like, you know when music sounds like something? Yeah. Like, you visualise it. That's what it gives it you a certain sort of... Oh, so like, I don't know if, it, I don't know if there's a thing where I'm... Because I, I have a thing where each letter has a colour. Yeah, how interesting! And each day of the week has a colour, that sort of thing. You know, um, we mentioned according to your socks. <laughs> we've <laughs> mentioned Sam Jones on the podcast before. Obviously, Kate, you know Sam Jones yeah. from back in the day. Yeah, Sam Jones has a different action for each day of the week. Really? So when it's Friday, we'll like wiggle his fingers and wave his hand or something like that. <laughs> That's just how he thinks of it in his head. Interesting. But to sort of loop back to the the colours thing you were mentioning about the music, it's. I sort of, if you were to associate certain colours or mm. feelings, or I know, it could even be like a smell or anything like yeah. that with a certain song. Whenever, whenever you listen to it, I think it's very true that you can just yeah have it in your head. I yeah. think it also probably links to the album cover. Like, That's what album, I was going to say. Because it is, yeah, yeah those colours. 
but also I think I'm just a very visual person. So whenever yeah. I'm thinking of, do you know what I mean? Like this is a song I think about how I direct a music video. That's what like, I always do. It's so bad. What she's wearing, <laughs> obviously, is what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I'm just <laughs> yeah, such yeah. a visual person, and like I always have. I don't know when I listen to certain music, it just takes me to certain places, like visually, like what I'm thinking. So I feel like that makes sense as to why. I really like the the album art. I feel like the album it's art really is cool. how is how it's, I would like watch a concert. What, what Jamie the, said. To yeah. describe it, it's like it's like a like a it's like a you know the the sort of like trip like it looks it, trip. that looks it looks like what the world looks like on acid. Yeah, exactly. I think that's I, what I, it's going to be. Yeah. I didn't confirm that, and because I'm, <laughs> I'm cool, uh, but it does. It's and it's, this song is quite. Like this song's quite melty as well. That's another mm, way to describe yeah, it. And I, I think, and that's completely that. how the um the album cover comes across. I didn't know. Yeah, whoever did the album art well done <laughs> really well. Yeah. <laughs> the artist is out there listening. I am a very tired individual now after the absolute mountain of talking we've just done about all these fantastic songs. I've had a very good time. But now, obviously, it's on to the, the main part. We talked to Kate about what she wants to do. Now, we do have a main reason for Kate being here, but she did mention something to us previously, in that she, funnily enough, had a little inkling that she might want to do a podcast herself <laughs> in the future. And what she might have forgotten, considering how long we've already been talking for, this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you want to do one? Or, or why have you not done one? I mean, I'm concerned that you're introducing us like it's actually going to happen because I don't, it's just something but I want to do. But I just, I mean, you probably tell from listening to this, I can just chat for days. Really. <laughs> like, there's not really, do you know what I mean? I just like, I'm like a good natter. So, um, <laughs> so I don't the know. The northern just came out there. <laughs> <laughs> really? But yeah, no, I just like chatting away, to be honest. Um, so yeah, but I was saying how um, I think you guys have your thing, and it's like the three top songs, I think that works, but I don't know what mine would be because I feel like the things I'm known for are like fashion and stuff like that. What would I be like? Oh, like, what's your fave outfit? Like, what ring would you wear with this? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, that's not really. And you would have to describe the outfit yeah. to, the, to the viewers. I, well, I listened to this podcast. Um, and it was it was basically you this guy just says can you like has this photo you can choose any photo in your camera roll right right and you then have to describe Do you, it. does the guest choose their own the photo? guest chooses their photo I wouldn't trust someone to pick a photo from like, no before. that would be awful. oh that would be horrifying <laughs> so many nudes there's an app that does that <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway yeah, yeah there is mean, actually yeah and you have to um yeah so so on the podcast you basically just have to describe this photo and it's really weirdly vivid it's this kind of genius i think you can do it in that i think it'll be quite cool i think it depends who you have on because like you're yeah. saying you're quite chatty true very true but if you have some you know, like, let's say look at world's outfit right if he was on here let's say and he was some dickhead and i still go uh, uh, black socks. Yeah. <laughs> Short uh, shorts. <laughs> red top, red looks like blood. I like it. <laughs> Deep. I think also you have to have quite interesting fashion sense to be able yeah. to really have an interesting conversation about your fashion sense. I know very it. few people who could do that. Yeah. It's basically all I can say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, so, yeah. I just think the amount of people out there that will wear a t-shirt from Next and enjoy wearing it is criminal. <laughs> is illegal. Oh, I love <laughs> <Did> that. You know? <laughs> Next is a luxury brand in China. Really? Stop. No, truth. Someone needs to One go million and percent. sort them out. Someone needs to sort them out. Wait, really? How, how do you know that? How do you know that? Oh, you, I think you've been. Got my connections. I've not been to China. That's just not true. Oh, sorry, Ben's been to China. Sorry, everyone. I, I, I've been to Russia, which borders China, 
I mean, in a, uh, what, does it? A little bit. They're just showing off. In a way. <laughs> oh, yes, just because I know where Mongolia is and I know where they live. If I did get to see in GCSE geography, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think it does border, I think. Let's just get that straight. Imagine it doesn't. <laughs> sorry if it doesn't. <laughs> sorry, Russia. Sorry, sorry guys. Sorry, guys. Too. We won't send you Gokwan to sort you out now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true it is a luxury fashion brand in China next that's crazy oh, that. that is so but I don't want to blame Hayward's Heath oh, High Street yeah. next clothes are fine I wear next jeans next socks pants or anything it's not tops or anything like that I think they're quite boring but yeah Hollister and Superdry can fuck off fun <laughs> fact okay they Hollister and Superdry well mostly Hollister are kind of coming into fashion because you know the whole like um, I am so against coconut that. girl trend do you know that trend no. so basically, I'm so like, out of the loop I have no idea well, I have no idea if I, I explain to you yeah. basically there's the a whole trend going around especially this summer which is like hibiscus flowers it's very like O'Neill surfer it's like they're saying like surfer style the new skater style, right? So um, I like the white girl summer equivalent of white boy summer, like what? It's like you know, like hibiscus flowers and like yeah. the kind of like when you think of like surfer skirt, yeah, it's got, yeah, like, yeah. that is like the big trend coming in. Well it's kind of not coming in, it's coming in. Um and basically oh now, slowly, Hollister's seeping in because that's kind of Hollister's vibe. Right, I go, think only girl I'm absolutely sickened by that. But genuinely, <laughs> I think I think maybe next summer that next summer that might be coming in god it's gonna be people walking around in like swim shirts and shit no tankinis are a big it's a bikini it's a top with a bit of swimwear so oh, it's like I a, great. that's cool yeah yeah no i literally was wearing one the other day so <laughs> Jamie's looking in disapproval. It doesn't look weird though it's just like i'm not against the tankini I'm against Hollister. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that one's not from Hollister, don't worry. All right, well, fine. That's fine by me, okay? I'll allow that. <laughs> Hollister and Superdry. Um, the main thing about Superdry is I get frustrated because I can't read the words on it because it's in Japanese. <laughs> and their shit clothes. I think the worst thing for me about Superdry is my dad's comments. Well, oh, that top's really dry. <laughs> oh, this is so dry, this top. It's super dry. <laughs> I think we know who we're having on the podcast next. <laughs> I think it's actually really interesting to interview your dad. Oh my god, I think I passed away. live in Africa. My dad does work in Tanzania, yes. Tanzania, Mozambique. And he flies and helicopters. What's the other one? No, he's a helicopter engineer. Close enough. What was the other one? <laughs> I can't remember. Kenya, Mozambique, and Tanzania, that's one. What, what does he do? Engineer. No, but like, well, how, come he goes to, <laughs> so, how come he goes to Africa? <laughs> so, um, I think he does, to be honest, I don't know, like, loads about, I think he used to be, like, a hands-on engineer. I think now he's, like, a manager of engineers or something like that. But, um, a manager near. Manager near. But, um, <laughs> I think a lot of it is, <laughs> I think a lot of it is to do with, like, um, the like air force but some sort of like army something or that he like will fix like helicopters like that and when he works in the uk he used to like for a lot of celebrities he he would like fix their helicopters and stuff like, I, think, I, I sat in the queen's helicopter one day 
What? It had gold encrusted carpet, and then I remember I there was like a there was a, literally a, a jar of pick and mix. I was like, yes, Lizzie. I think I'm no, more no, shocked no, no. that the Queen even has a helicopter. I can't so, imagine. Of course she has a helicopter. But she's not. She's not the type to fly a helicopter. That's scary. I don't know. She's probably, I don't she probably let her fall out. She probably <laughs> like screaming and shit. Ah. The, the Queen does not scream. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I was to go in the Queen's helicopter and she had gold encrusted carpet, I'd absolutely make an effort to step in some dog shit. <laughs> rub it in. I'd definitely scream. But I'm sure. What if you it? saw it the was... queen? What if you stepped in dog shit? If I went in a helicopter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I considered saying it before. I was never going to say that. <laughs> but yeah, no, kind of interesting. I, cool. my dad, I think it was one. It was a big one. I feel like it was like Pink Floyd. I feel like you're one of the no way. members. Like how they my dad dealt with but yeah i don't really know why they're africa but i guess they just have more of a is it's like Af- a big company and it's like i said it's in multiple different areas is he in africa now uh no he's back right now but he's Good. going he's going when he gets his second vaccine i hope he doesn't go for a few months because i reckon it's proper hot in africa in the summer <laughs> yeah, I reckon proper so when, when it's hot here warm. and i'm like warm. dying my dad's literally like, I can't believe I'm walking. <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing your accent on the podcast. I keep forgetting I'm being recorded <laughs> when I'm doing my dad's accent. Well, this is not a shit of an accent. I mean, I yeah. don't, I think it is, to be honest. Well, your dad be embarrassed. Yeah, he'd be like, okay, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so, other than your, um, I don't think it's wrong to say life's ambition to do a podcast. <laughs> What's your little babby? What's the uh, the main reason we've got you on today is to talk about pixie rings. Yeah, so please expand on. Go ahead. Terms. So I have a business called Pixie Rings where I make and sell um, clay rings, basically. But they're like these big, fat, chunky um, rings. They're like statement jewelry, I guess, almost like costume jewelry is what like my mum would call them. Do you know what I mean? They are um, fat. They're well. fat. Yeah, they're Kate has some right now, and I haven't seen them in real life yet. But my god, they are massive! Yeah. I mean, there it's the trend is like massive jewelry. There's this brand called Lamanzo, which do like basically rings like, like you know, resin rings. Sure, like and when you put like, like a dead bug in it. That's all I use resin for. <laughs> you use resin you for, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't use resin? <laughs> for... Moving on. <laughs> You're a coward. <laughs> anyway, yes. But um, but yeah. So they they kind of started this trend. I feel like, and they're, or at least they're the biggest brand, and they sell their rings for literally like sixty quid, oh, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then loads and loads of brands have like jumped on the trend of like resin rings, but resin is bad for the environment. It doesn't biodegrade. It doesn't like degrade at all. And it um it's Stop also, using it, Jamie. It's also <laughs> I'm like, trying to keep the habit. <laughs> it's also like to- I think in certain temperatures or certain something where it gives off toxic like fumes. So like if it ends up oh. in the ocean, so it'll probably end up killing like fish. So I'm just not gonna be a part of that, do you know what I mean? We, so I was like, what can I do instead? Yeah. We need to cancel resin. We cancel resin <laughs> and so you went for clay rings. So clay, yeah. So basically, clay rings were like a big trend as well because they're kind of more accessible. Like if people don't want to go and buy these rings, they can just make them themselves. And you have so, a tutorial on your YouTube. I do have a tutorial. We'll talk about your YouTube later, but um, yeah. Oh god, really? <laughs> yeah, of course. Cool. But um, but yeah. So I 
I saw a video on YouTube and it was like making clay rings and I was like, I'm the kind of person where if I think I can make it, I'm not gonna spend my money on it. I'm very tight with my money and I'm not just gonna like go and spend it. So I saw that and I was like, I could make that. I'm like, <laughs> so I ordered some clay. And also this was like, I was out of work for a while and I was like off six, so I was like bored. I was so bored. So I was like, hobbies, do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I, um, yeah, I basically ordered some clay and did it. And I, I literally like, I only ordered like what, three or four packs of like female clay. And I just made literally like 80 rings. Cause I just sat there blooming making them. Like, I was just <laughs> and also they used to be really skinny. And then I was like, well, what am I doing with rings now? So I think I put them on like my, Instagram story or something like that and then I thought you know what why not make something out of it business time exactly because I thought and then also <laughs> also over time I got better at them like I would improve a lot on like how I was making the quality of them etc um and they sold really well when I first did it and then I realized okay like every now and again I'd have like a breakage in a post and I was like oh, I don't want that and there's a lot a lot of like um clay ring brands that are the old styles I used to have and like very like quite flimsy and not that fat or anything and yeah. they do break in the post and they do every now and again have a breakage it's not like every day but every now and again but I'm just I don't want that do you know what I mean some yeah, people like oh, brand, some people are like oh you know well you win some you lose some but I'm just not about that like if I'm making something I want to be proud of it well, that's I don't a, wanna... it's a shit mentality to have yeah, it's, it's, exactly you yeah. ripping off the people that business, care about I mean, your I don't work wanna, yeah when people pay money for that like even yeah. though they work up cheap I just you know so over time I like improved them and I made them chunkier and chunkier and now they're pretty chunky but I have not had one of these break like they are that will not break do you know what I mean I'm holding one right now yeah and they're just throw it against the wall see what happens (laughs) (laughs) against the wall (laughs) but um, but yeah no honestly they're like big and strong and they're they're not going to break now so I'm pleased with them and obviously like I mean, it's not like female clay is like made of recycled materials. It's not like the most sustainable thing, but it's nowhere near resin or anything like that. So I'm quite pleased that I've, I'm making something, but I'm not like, oh my God, I'm a terrible person. Yeah. No. Do you know what I mean? Because also I know not everyone's really into that, but I'm very much like an ethical, sustainable person. I don't shop fast fashion or anything like that. So I don't want to be like producing or promoting anything that I don't believe in. So People will buy stuff that looks cool. It's just an added, added bonus that they're also relatively sustainable. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good way to so, do it. Yeah, definitely. And I love them. I'm just such a... Like I've always loved fashion. I wanted to start a fashion brand last year, but obviously COVID hit, and I was like, I'm not about to invest all my savings when the uh, when uh, literally the world is like so uncertain. What are you doing at that at the moment? Because I know that was the plan for a very long time. Yeah, fashion so, brand. so basically that was the plan. I think with COVID, like everything happened, and I had some time of work, and I wasn't earning, so I didn't want to like invest all these savings. Understandable. Yeah. So what I think I'm doing now is I've just like okay, I've written that off I've I had actually made the business but I've had it dissolved because it was just costing me money and all this stuff so I just thought okay and also I didn't like the name anymore so even if I did want to go with it again I'd have to make a new business anyway like on company's house because I didn't like the name so I've dissolved that and I've just thought you know what I'm just going to go with this for now it's less risk it's like I don't have to invest loads it do you know what I mean like it's depending on quantities if someone orders a thousand I'm gonna have to invest loads but (laughs) do you know what I mean it's like I put a bit in and I get a bit back it's not like I'm putting like eight grand in and I don't know what I'm going to get back exactly so that's what I'm doing now I'm just I know that at some point I will have a fashion brand it's just like I feel like it's always what I wanted to do it's just very me this is quite nice to have like the stepping stone though get a bit of experience in a in a very niche area and although I've only been doing this since January or pretty much February actually I think I am already feel more prepared for when I do the fashion brand because I've learned so much already and like I know that over the few months of doing this and wherever this takes me I know when I do come to, to start another business whatever it is 
I'll be more prepared. So I'm just like, I'm grateful that it panned out that way, you know? Yeah, it's good. I think it's mad how quickly it's just become like a staple. When 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 did you start doing Facebook again? How long ago? So I did it in January, but I didn't like launch until I think it was the 19th. No, my first Instagram post for Pixie Rings was the 19th of January. And I think it was like early February that I started like selling them. Five months now? If that? Yeah. If not even that. Yeah. yeah. And how many followers you got? Like 1,500 on that? Uh, yeah, I think I've the, the, the amount of. I see you on Instagram. It's all over Instagram. And mm. people always say how mad it is. It's been five months. Yeah. And they're fat. And it's blows my mind. I've learned along the way, definitely, because I'm I'm proud of my product right now. And I was yeah. before, but I learned actually, you know what, these aren't necessarily what I want to be selling. They're, yeah. not, they're not indestructible, things like that. And now I've learned my ways. And I'm now I'm like really happy with my product. And like, I'm, I've done a few things recently and I'm trying to like branch out now. Did, did you, what was the um sort of, I don't know, what do you call it, a festival almost thing? Yeah, pop-up pop shop. Pop yeah. So I did a pop-up shop in London a few weeks ago um, and it was, it was so cool. Basically what happened, it was pretty intense because I got the message about the pop-up on the, I think it was like the 5th of May and the pop-up was on the 15th and right. I had 30 rings in stock. Like that was, <laughs> that was my stock take. And then I was like, okay. So I ended up making 200 rings in, two, in 10 days. Christ. It was intense. Um, I literally have never worked hard in my life. My hands were like bruising. Like, I literally <laughs> oh had bruised palms because of how hard I've been working. But, I hate um, that happens. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was pretty intense. And I did a pop up in London. It was in like Shepherd's Bush. Loads of other, I think it was eight different sellers and all like secondhand vintage, you know, some people did like crochet, other That's jewelry awesome. sellers, things like that. And it was just really nice. It was like everyone who came was like really cool. Elias from PAQ came. You know, PAQ. Yeah, oh, I actually yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like fan going. I was like, oh my god. Um, did, you get, did you get a photo? I did get a photo. I'm really embarrassed. I did get a photo. That's sick. Um, but yeah, so it was just like really cool, like many people, and I, I just think they sold really well. I think that's. Really? I think no, I yeah, learned cool. from that. Okay, in real life is my way forward because I think with my rings, first of all, people don't have a lot of trust in clay. They think of clay rings. They think of the flimsy ones I've been yeah. talking about. So they don't have a lot of trust in that. I think clay rings. They go, oh, I'd rather just buy a resin ring because it's gonna last me. But um, yeah, so I think in real life when you see them, you feel them, you can try them on. First of all, no one knows their ring sizes. Uh, Even yeah, if no, I have true. all the information as well, all the size charts, everything, people don't know their ring sizes and they just rather just get an adjustable one or just wait until I buy one in real life. So yeah, I think from agrees. that I've learned that's the way forward. Yeah, when I was buying my my latest ring, it wasn't a Pixie ring, sorry, next time I will. That's really but I, um, <laughs> I was trying to figure out my my, my finger size. Mm. Yeah. Um, and instead of using a tape measure that have one, I used a... A shoelace and a ruler. <laughs> and obviously it's, works. It's yeah. too big. It I recommends. It really, yeah. it's too big. It recommends on um, online. If you search how do I like, you know, do my get ring. my ring size? Yeah, it says get a piece of string and a ruler and like a little like felt tip or something and just like Interesting. draw. Yeah. I was just. Uh, I've only ever bought rings in real life. So uh, and you sell your stuff mainly on Depop, right? Or only on um, Depop? Only on Depop at the minute. I think I wanted to do a website, but I think we. You want to get to a certain point when you're not like. Yeah. I just want enough incoming so I, my outgoing. Actually, well, yeah, you know that mean? makes sense. But um, Depop's just so easy, accessible, and yeah, you know, it is. It's great. It's so good that so many people have a platform. Obviously, then last last two weeks in the podcast, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, doing well through selling vintage stuff. Are you selling actual like? stuff you've actually made is mm. very very exciting yeah no it's cool but i can imagine it being much easier to pick a ring in person 
Definitely. Also, I think people don't know how they're going to look on their hands. That's the other thing. They yeah. want to see how it, like someone, it sounds stupid, someone might be like, oh, my fingers are too chubby. I'll look silly. Yeah. But then they try it on, they're like, oh, it looks cute. It works for you. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? The amount of people are like, oh, these went, I would be able to pull this off. And they put it on, like, mm, actually, it's kind of cute. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Also, if you're out and about shopping and you've got a cute pink top on and you see a pink ring, it's harder to resist than when you, do you know what I mean? Than course, when you're like yeah, sitting yeah. in bed in like a full tracksuit. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Let me buy this cute ring. I just think real life, I've really learned is the way forward for Pixie and so have you got any plans to make that happen? so i do have some plans i nearly had like the breakthrough the most exciting plans oh, ever and oh, what was it, what it fell was through it? so basically this shop called vintage paradise which is sold at brick lane vintage market you know the Amazing. underground vintage i love market. that place yeah, yeah yeah so they have two stalls at the market and um, they're called vintage paradise like paradise are really cool they have some like co uh, collaborations with like certain influencers who are my or might definitely like their followers are definitely my sort of demographic. Your niche, yeah. So I tried to get in touch with them, but they have thousands of followers, they don't reply to me. But um, but yeah, so they have like coverage with them, whatever. So I reached out and just said, you know, would you be interested? And the woman was like, yes, like 100%. Oh, huge. And she was like, come, you know, this was on the, so I left, I came back from the pop-up on the Sunday, this was on the Monday, and yeah. she instantly replied. I sent this email thinking, this is the way forward, but didn't expect a reply, especially not that quickly. She yeah. called me 20 minutes after I sent it. She was like, Jeez. I'm so up for this. She goes, every day people come in looking for rings. They're like, why, where are your chunky rings? Because it's such a big trend, you know? And she was like, we're looking for something. Like, we definitely want that. She said, I've even tried to make them myself. That's how big the demand is. Yeah. And then, yeah, she was like, so up for it. And then I was meant to meet her on the Friday, go up to London. And she was like, uh, last minute, I was like, uh, like, you know, what time? And she was like, oh, we'll reschedule. Because she said, what Damn, your, she was sake. gonna buy wholesale, and she said, "What are your wholesale prices?" So I said, "These are wholesale prices, but they are negotiable." Yeah. Kind of going a little bit higher than I wanted, um, yeah. and then so she could bring it Go down a bit. But I didn't Smart. want, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but she and she was like, "Yeah, that sounds great." But I think what it is is it's a two people who run the business. It's a husband and a wife, and I think ah, one of them owns each stall. I think sense. what she probably did is went to the husband. He was like, "Look, that's quite a big risk to invest like that." So yeah. they didn't, but if the demand is so high, I, I think, I'm yeah. so surprised about. It. Yeah, Definitely, it does yeah. sound like they need that. And, um, yeah, I think maybe so. she just didn't. And I think explain. I don't think that's the last time I hear from. Them. I'm sure. I'm no, I that. agree. But I think I'm going to Bristol for a few weeks, so obviously I'm going to be out of office. But um, <laughs> but I when I get back, I'm going to like get in touch with them and a few other people. Yeah, and just see if I'll go. Okay, well let's like negotiate. Let's do a supply and. Um, uh, what's it called like a, a sale or return sort of thing so they yeah. can go okay they can test it out yeah. and they don't have to pay up front because realistically if they're buying like you know 100 or 200 they're talking hundreds thousands of pounds and that's a lot for that's them lot. I mean I think yeah, if you can get in there and like they're saying if the demand is as high as they claim it is and people want these big fat chunky rings and they start selling then I, I just I, I know I'm not saying it's just because okay, but I don't see why they wouldn't it is such yeah. a trend right now and the whole thing with the trend is that they're very fast moving but they, they should leap on that right now no, it's definitely. such a thing I think but at the same time I understand, yeah, why, I understand why it's business they don't want to make a big investment but buying that. wholesale it costs you know what I mean it's True. not like I'm yeah. charging silly prices but they can price my rings up big time I know they can and yeah. I know they will especially in but London London exactly. in this vintage market where Brick Lane there's nowhere more like spot on for my demographic than Brick Lane I mean come on so um so yeah i think i'm gonna get in touch with them again and there's a few places there's this one brand called phase and they basically do clay clay rings and they have been on jaded london do you know jaded london? I know jaded london so they've been on their website and they're now in attika in, which is also on brick lane so my like i have like, oh i love attika yeah yeah wait which one so, is it attika is uh 
Someone said Attica. I said Attica. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> I've always called it Attica, uh, yeah. but I trust Kate. It used to have a different name. I can't remember what it was then. Yeah, it does. But yeah, they, they saw that. <laughs> so you're talking about Attica and all these yeah, brands yeah. and stuff like that and how badly the names are pronounced. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, basically a lot of like, I think a lot of more mainstream brands are hopping on like the support small support local and um and like sustainable yeah so um so i think even places like urban afters and jada london jed london's like one of my favorite brands yeah. small, you know like and they businesses. know they can rip you off as well enough if i sell a ring wholesale for 10 pounds they'll sell it for 30 they sold these these other rings for 30 first of all they're half the size so i don't know how i'm pulling that one off <laughs> but, uh, i think mean, do you know what i mean i'm like yeah like literally half the size like, um <laughs> but yeah basically I don't know, they, they know they can like price them up, but they know it's trendy and like they hop on that and realistically then like, I feel like clay rings are so specific, probably not them making them like in like factories at the moment. It's a good move for like every, every Definitely. One, so really. I've got high goals. I'm, I'm looking Jada London, do you know what I mean? Really? Yeah, all, That's all amazing. People I've um, spoken to them about beforehand, I was speaking to someone earlier, shout out to XOXO Makeup Girl on Instagram. I was speaking to her earlier about it and about the chunky fat rings. And she yeah. said they were mad. And they were really, really cool and wanted to hear all about them. And it's just everyone you speak to about pixie rings. Just, I've never had a bad comment. I've never had a bad comment. <laughs> and like I was saying, it's a trend. And people are wanting to wear them at the moment. Mm. I, I, and could, bruised palms. You're working hard. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, you, know, you know, slap-jawed yokel. Yeah. As I yeah. like to call people. <laughs> no, you know commonly used phrases. <laughs> <laughs> You've really dedicated yourself to shit. It's great. I and mean, it's good that it's actually, so, yeah, no, yeah it's, it's, it's paying off, right? I'm aiming big. And also now I'm going to Bristol. Bristol's obviously known for like their vintage shops. And You're going to take shops? I'm going to bring like a big old case of them. Um, and I'm just, yeah, I'm going to go into shops, talk to managers. How can I get in contact with your buyer, etc., And yeah. just like, you know, pitch to them. And I think a lot of them don't want to invest straight away. They want to know that they can sell them. So I think I might try and like say, okay, well, can I come in for a day with a little table in yeah. the corner of your shop and try and sell them? Or can I give, can I loan you some or etc. Yeah. etc. Et so I think that's, it's just like a challenge trying to work out how can I convince yeah. them that they're going to sell and also how can I like sell them wholesale and, you know, <laughs> still make, make a bit, yeah, make a bit. <laughs> exactly, <yeah. laughs> but I think that's definitely the way forward for me. And that would be unbelievably That's a dream. Like, that it, is yeah. the dream. Yeah. So, yeah. So if anyone else's dream to make these sort of things is that, I think they could do with watching a, that's a YouTube tutorial <laughs> <laughs> about yes. how to make them. Yeah. Do you know anything about that? <laughs> so basically, I made this tutorial like early days, like a few months ago, early days on my YT channel. Um, <laughs> but basically, it's kind of like showing how I made my old rings. And my mum was like, you're giving away all your secrets. But I was thinking that. When bad. I saw it, I was thinking, why, why would they, they could just make it themselves? You know bad. what it was? It was, like, it was like my first like three YouTube videos and I knew it would do well. I just knew it would. And, it and I know, because, yeah, and it did. And I also know that not only would it do well, but if I go, I have a brand where I make rings, oh. they go, oh, I, I trust them more than the other random girl who's doing TikTok trend, making TikTok trend. <laughs> yeah, do you know true. what I mean? So I thought I knew it would do okay and potentially like kick off my channel a bit. How well did, did it do? I mean, not great. It only got like, a, I think it's got like 2K views now. Oh, wow. Well, that's but, that's, that's yeah, no, that is good. But, that is no, good. But, not to be sure. But like, I mean, <laughs> some of my first videos got like 30 views. Like, you know, and, did, and then after that, I'm, now I'm getting a few hundred. But I mean, nice. I, I mean, I didn't upload the other day and now I'm getting like none because YouTube's punching me. You but, um, 
Oh God, no, Jesus! Every day, awful, every yeah. week. I find it hard to do a TikTok every day, let alone YouTube. Yeah. So. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so I did that. But also, it's the old way. So it's basically they are the rings you can make at home. Not to be cocky, but you can't really make these ones at home. That sounds really like <laughs> you have to buy them. But no, they are. You know, at this point, I've got power tools involved. Yeah, Me and my dad go to being. Double those big stuff. metal masks with little gaps. <laughs> welding, around. welding out of the back like a blacksmith. No, why you I just feel adrenaline and I sit there with a mask on because so I don't yeah. inhale like all this like ring dust but yeah no I think I've like leveled up to a point to the point where like you I know, did a line of ring dust yeah. once <laughs> <laughs> never again <laughs> but um but yeah no I've leveled it up to a point where it's not like something you can just make in your bedroom and your wife and I've that's genius of, yeah, yeah that's and, and now I'm glad because it's like we can try it but, <laughs> 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 but like you can make and the old ones are still cool but they're like a temporary thing like they yeah. will only last so long, whereas these, I mean, I haven't had one break yet. Excellent. So, Huge yeah. and brilliant. And massive. <laughs> so, sorry. we'll link everything down below. It's uh, YouTube, Depop, Instagram, yeah. a lot. Yeah. Because I think. Do you want to just say them quickly? What's... Yeah, so my personal Instagram is Kate Robinson, but the second O is a zero. So we'll people think it's Kata Obinson. <laughs> and then uh, Jacob, our friend Jacob, actually thought it was called Kata for a good year. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Jacob, uh, Jacob Luciani is someone we know from Sussex. Um, oh, he's just a tip. He's something... He, I, I, I remember once he's we were at Sesh and we cut the top of his skull off and had a look at his brain. <laughs> Smoothest one, I've ever seen. Smoothest brain. Not I've a ever single seen. wrinkle Not on that one. man. He might as well have Iron the cut. It was, it was, it was really it would cool. do only with an iron. <laughs> <laughs> True. That's a story for a, another day. <laughs> On your, your episode. Yeah, yeah. Stay, but, stay um, for a year and you'll find out. But yeah, and then Pixie Rings, it's pixie.rings on Instagram. And then it's also pixie.rings on Depop. Cool. We'll link it all in the description. Yeah, we'll be able to get a clip on it. And then YouTube's just Kate Robinson. Cool. Standard. Any final messages? Anything you want everyone to hear to remember you by? Don't put the pressure on me, God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, cheers, Kate. Thank you very much.